Welcome to the program and welcome to a special edition of Solutions for the Planet with Doc Peter. This is a special 420, happy 420 Appreciation Day program. And the reason we're doing this is because, well, let me bring my guest on. He can explain it a lot better than I can. What is the significance of April 20th? Okay, I guess back in about 2012 is when I first started seeing information about 420 Day out of Colorado. Because I think Colorado and California were the first couple states to come on board, and then they became recreational. So 420 was invented uh, to get to bring cannabis into the light that it's not the demon plant that's going to uh, cause you to know, rape kids and go and all or, or deal with the Mexican, you know, the reefer madness scam. You know what I'm saying? So they've actually this is a this this plant has been so bastardized and marginalized by the medical industrial complex because they didn't want any competition. So here on 420 day, they're doing lots of stuff that you know you have hemp shows. You know, I got my friend Barbara who does hemp textiles. I mean, there's so many positives uh, to we need to expose the benefits about this plant because it's got like 25,000 different purposes as well as healing the whole human. Right. Okay, so so it was started in Colorado, and the mm-hmm. purpose for 420 Day was because this plant's been on the on this rock for like 28 million years, right? Yeah. What, what is the what is the oldest what is the oldest known? Uh, uh, where 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 is it? Where where do they think it started on okay, the planet? Well- well, that's ironic, Paul. I, I sent you a link, and I would like you to open it up in real time so we can cover this, if that would be okay with you. And um, it's called Research Traces Cannabis um, Origins um, to the Tibetan. Oh, yeah, Ancient Origins. Okay. To the, yeah. right, to, to the Tibetan Plateau, Tibetan Plateau, 28 million years ago. See, so... Folks, this didn't just show up and it was created in a lab, but God knew what he was doing. This is God's plan. That's why they call it manna from heaven. Okay. So, so if, if you so it was in the found in the Tibetan plateaus. Oh wow, that's cool. They've got a little DNA icon up there under uh, under ancestry DNA. They got a little DNA icon like I got a DNA background. You gotta love and it, that's well, well, isn't it ironic, Paul? Let's talk about that for two seconds. The beauty of this plant is that it actually restructures and rewrites your new DNA. And it's ironic that everybody's getting their DNA wonked between fluoridated water, GMO foods, and everything else. This is going to restructure the DNA and rewrite your DNA in your human being. Okay. That's what the plant does. It's, it, it's a master plant. It's going to rewrite and restructure, rebuild the DNA. It actually can help you get a little younger, uh, slows down time a little bit. But uh, basically, the fact that it's kept in its plant matter state, it's a most incredible plant on planet Earth, and it's been around forever. So what I would like to do, Paul, I don't, I don't want to read everything on this, but it ha- I'm just going to read the first paragraph at the top. A fascinating new study published in the journal Vegetation History and Archibotomy on May 14 details the work of a team of researchers from the University of Vermont who present their evidence that the cannabis plant evolved 28 million years ago at a specific area on the Tibetan Plateau. Anyways, I'm not so worried about all that. Uh, I, what I'd just like to do is uh, just scroll on down to where did the cannabis plant take root? And that's basically where it started as far as, oh, roughly, uh, can you scroll on down and see that part, Paul? 
There you go. Keep going. There you go. Right there. Oh, there screen. we go. That's perfect. Anyways, folks, this will be posted for your consumption in the drop down. So you may share this. So you, we like to share our sources because we don't want you to think of that we just made this up off the top of our head. Anyways, where and we also get? want to credit the original sources too. Of course, right. yes, yes. This is a yep. This is a from General Cannabis uh, Ancient Origins net. A great link. I've been sharing this for years, Paul. Um, Anyways, humans have utilized cannabis plants for at least 27,000 years, and this new study provides a richer understanding of not only when the first cannabis plants evolved, but also about when humanoids first began to use them as medicines and within ritual environments. A life science article said that while the medicinal and psychotropic plant was long thought to have first evolved in Central Asia, scientists were hazy on the precise location. So the cannabis origin site, which is in Central in this newspaper is situated only a few hundred kilometers from Basha Karst Cave, which researchers recently announced in a new scientist article that was once inhabited by ancient relative of Homo sapiens, Denizavans. DNA testing showed that a jawbone found in this Tibetan cave came from a Denizavan, and so showing the species was more widely widespread than what had been known. And now the oldest traces of cannabis have been found or in around that same area. So very interesting little history lesson, Paul, that I never knew until I found this article. And then um, right. if, if you wanted to drop down further, I just want to cover this and then I'm going to step out of this. But this is I just want to give people a reference point that this plant's been around since God was a baby. You know, okay. it just didn't show up arbitrarily yesterday. And there's a reason why uh, Big Pharma has marginalized it, which we'll get to in a little later here on the show. But the last part of the fall, it, it's called Modern Flowers with Ancient Oranges. If you, if you, I'm still in the article. If you want to go pull back the article modern and drop flowers. down. Okay, Modern Flowers with Ancient Origins. Yeah, just okay. right below. Um, show you I'm bringing up a different... I'm, didn't, I'm bringing up a different browser so I can get rid of all these pop-up ads and all this garbage. Oh, yeah, right, right. And, uh, it's just making me, uh, uh, making me crazy with, uh, yep. with all this stuff. Uh, bring up a browser with an ad blocker, so. Yep. <laughs> I just... And the ads are off the these days. I mean, they're just, they're just throwing their ads everywhere. I can't even watch a video without 10 minutes later. They're trying to sell me something. You know, it'll go into a, a, an ad. I, it just drives me nuts. Right. Um, Anyways. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, now it's showing me a message because there's an ad blocking software blocking it. Uh, well, uh, hello. I... Uh, I I set up the ad blocker for a reason. So, okay, here we go. Back to the string. Yep. All right. Modern flowers with ancient origins. Right. And I just want to cover that, and then we're going to step on to the next part. And we're going to probably show we're going to show people why we believe in keeping the plant matter whole and how um, the scientists have found CBD oil basically um, uh, incomplete. Uh, so, folks, this is not we're not about putting down oil. We're about maximizing your healing potential and if you make it into an oil you're not going to maximize your healing potential we'll explain in a little bit but back to the modern flowers with ancient oranges from the Tibetan plateau according to another life science article cannabis reached europe approximately eight million years ago and it's six million in- oh see, i'm sorry the other eight uh, yeah the six look like an eight i'm sorry <laughs> anyways it has, uh, that's, what, that's what happens when you get older brother I, I need some more cannabis for my ocular depression anyways um over the millennia, oh. cannabis migrated all over the world and through Africa or reached South America in the 19th century. 
penetrating the United States at the beginning of the 20th century with Mexican immigrants fleeing the Mexican Revolution of 1910-1911. After 28 million years of growth and almost 30,000 years of evidential use by humans, both Cannabis Sativa L and Cannabis Sativa were outlawed in Utah in 1915, and by 1931 it was illegal in 29 states, but in the, in the inordinate wisdom of your Congress critters, by 1937, the Marijuana Tax Act put cannabis under the regulation of the Drug Enforcement Agency, criminalizing possession of the plant throughout the country. So moreover, the beginning of the century has seen those laws collapse under the pressure of the American people. As 2018 Business Insider reporter states, marijuana legalization is sweeping across the states. And it looks like while the richest and most technologically equipped country in the world brings in our future that remains a hardcore population that prefers, prefers old ways of the Denison, the Denison way in which the magic plant was a dietary and social stable. Paul, did you see what I just said the last two things? Dietary and social sta- staple. Smoking marijuana isn't dietary. Doing oil is not dietary. Doing oil is a synthetic chemical and it will not upload into the human genetic code because it's missing the primary carrier agents that no longer exist because of their high heat extraction process. Well, the reason that they call it a dietary staple is because the the seed is 50% protein and the plant is... it. With the terpenes and phytonutrients, it is a complete food. It is a superfood, perhaps the first superfood known to man. And it's not the only demonized superfood. When was the last time you saw somebody spraying Roundup on their dandelions? Oh, my God, if they only knew how good dandelions were for them, they'd be pulling them out and putting them on salad. I mean, sure, the leaves are a little bitter. The flowers make great wine. The roots make an amazing medicinal tea. Yep. And they've demonized the plant. They have made it socially acceptable and convenient for people to kill noxious, they use noxious weeds that are actually medicinal plants. Purslane, it grows everywhere. You can live on it. It is a low-lying cover plant. Yep. I bought purslane seed. I grow it myself on purpose. <laughs> and so, and actually, I found a source for five thousand dandelion seeds too. And cool. you've seen how big dandelion seeds are. They're little, little bitty. That five thousand—it's not a very big, big thing. But I'm going to have dandelion flowers for from now until until the cows come home. Uh, well, I think they already <laughs> did because I'm growing such good stuff. They they want to graze, but. Uh, <laughs> So, all right, the Marijuana Tax Act, okay? Yes. And now, here's the deal. Wait a minute. Here's, okay. wait a minute. Here's mm-hmm. the deal. Mm-hmm. First of all, marijuana is not cannabis. Cannabis is not marijuana. Marijuana is a slang term that they use to refer to cannabis, but it's not cannabis. Right. Okay? So, they are taxing marijuana because they're calling marijuana, they're calling it marijuana. They played with the language. They're playing their word spell magic and renaming something just so they can attach legislation to it. And the tax act, so they're taxing something that is food? Exactly. Well, no, this is what happens. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. First and foremost, it is a food. Genesis 129 says, behold, all the plants of all the earth, all the all the plants bearing seed and all of the fruit trees 
that bear or all the trees that bear fruit with seed. These I give to you for food. It's right in the Bible. Yeah. But well, let Cannabis me say, is a food. So we, here, 1937 was a pivot point on planet Earth because Big Pharma was actually uh, decultivating hemp being fed to our food stock, was normally fed to our food stock, our cows, our chickens, our horses. They were all getting their endocannabinoid system re- reactivated and also the humans in their food stock, in the eggs and whatever, because they actually fed the animals hemp back in the day, but that has since stopped. So in 1937 is when they shut the door down they gave the doctors an option to actually write scripts for the cannabis or for the marijuana. But like you say, 1937 is when they flipped the switch. They took the word cannabis, made it the word marijuana, a legal term, so they could extract penal sums of money off the asses of the masses who are sharing that medicine uh, without their permission slip. And now they put people and castigate them into jail for trying to help humanity with a plant because Big Pharma didn't want any competition. And that's what happened in 1937 to shut the door, folks. They took the word cannabis and made it the word marijuana. And then 1942, Paul, they actually took the word cannabis out of the pharmacopoeia in 1942 to dissolve the the, the cannabis realm into the mothballs of history. Well, okay, just because they removed it from language doesn't mean that they nullified it. No, that's the goal there. It still has its proper horticultural name. Right. Okay. Now, I'm I'm just looking at this, and there are so many different ways that the cannabis restrictions can be attacked, can be can be approached, uh, because they created, they manufactured a word marijuana, and they're taxing the word marijuana. Okay. When the, when the actual horticultural name of cannabis is cannabis sativa or cannabis yep. indica. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so they're taxing the wrong name. Yeah. And uh, they're taxing a food. They're restricting a food. Yeah. There are any number of ways that they have absolutely created a crime against, uh, created a crime against humanity committed a crime against humanity and an overreach of government, uh, a breach of the public trust. There's any number of ways that the government has failed in this this whole thing. Cannabis should be, cannabis in all forms, in all manner and form, should be completely legal and untaxed as of tomorrow. It should be. I guess they're trying to take it off the schedule, uh, off the schedule one. I think they're going to, I think they're planning on pulling cocaine off the schedule one program before cannabis. And, uh, you know, that's going to bring us into the next article in a second, brother, because uh, the next article is going to break it down. What happened in 1974 that put the further nail in the coffin of cannabis to shut the door on this ever loving plant because big pharma and the Nixon regime was in bed with them. But folks, what we want to do is we're going to show you a quick two-minute video of why we keep our plant matter whole. To do an extraction process is total insanity and totally unnecessary. So Mr. Happy is going to come on and show you in two minutes why we keep our plant matter whole, and that will get you up to speed. We're not going to make you watch the billion-dollar Rick Simpson Oil 17-minute blunder video, which you all should be watching too, but we're going to keep this short and sweet, Paul. Let's run Mr. Happy so people know why we keep the plant matter whole over at Brad's. Hello, my name is Happy Hemp Paste, but you can call me Happy. 
I am from a large family, and we are growing like weeds. I have a story to tell you. Did you know that science has discovered that CBD oil is damaged? Many of the important healing compounds evaporate during extraction. Did you know that hemp paste uses no machines and no chemicals, so there is no damage done? And I leave no environmental footprint. Oh, yes. I am so much better than CBD oil because my paste has no waste because I am whole plant-based. Only two ingredients in every jar. My flour and coconut oil. The most natural form of me ever. Here, try some. I love Mr. Happy. He is so cool. <laughs> I, I, I see, I Brad outdid himself on explaining it because he understood the attention spans were sort of short on the planet, so he created Mr. Happy. And I think Mr. Happy does an excellent job of explaining himself why we keep the plant matter whole. And, it, Paul, it comes down to, like you and I talk about the entourage effect because when you're getting all the compounds intact, then guess what? When you take your dose, you're getting the CBN, CBD, CBG, CBN, CBDAs. It's all on the wheel. You have a molecular structure of the cannabis plant. It breaks down what certain things that those different elements do as an anti-inflammatory, anti-spasmodic. It's on the cannabis wheel. And people can go look up cannabis wheel on the Internet, and it'll show you the genetic structure of this whole plant, which oil has... uh, basically left behind because uh you'll never see a matter of fact right brother when you go look up what's in our product it's all organic there's only like coconut oil and, and mr happy i mean it doesn't get any simpler than this and that's the whole point folks the pure you can keep your plant matter by not doing extraction plant uh, the uh, the uh, extraction of the plant matter the better off your human can activate its endocannabinoid system and folks, this also helps. Can, this we have Canada doggy and Canada kitty. We help the kitty cancer and doggy cancer. And big pharma won't talk about that. So Paul, 1937 was the pivot point. So we're going to step into uh, fast pace to 1974. So I want you to open up cannabis cures uh, cancer, and big pharma has known it. Yeah, I guess you already have it up since 1974. So we're going to take a little ride, Paul, and I'm going to make this quick and sweet. But uh, let's take a look at that. So people will get this. This is part of the history lesson. So the government cures cancer, and the government has known since 1974. So let's go into the article. It says cannabis is labeled by the U.S. government as a Schedule One narcotic, meaning little to no medical value, even though the U.S. government holds patents that state otherwise. And Paul, can you say oxymoron? Anyways, yeah, they, they created Marinol back in 1985, which is approved by the FDA. It was a synthesized THC, Paul, and it was a total miserable failure. It didn't get past 1985. It's, it's no, it's not on the market. It was that. It was that when they decided to make it into a synthetic. They just destroyed the genetic code, and there's no way in heck it's going to heal the human. It's just another placebo, chemical placebo that won't fix anything. So millions of people are sitting in jail though for using cannabis raw. But it's perfectly fine to use the plant if the government and their corporate owners take most of the medicine out of it, then get to charge you an arm and a leg for. What is that? I shall explain. And that would be CBD oil, Paul, because they destroyed the plant matter, destroyed, only isolated to one molecule and left none of the other molecules in place. And that basically was the biggest faux pas they could have done. So here we go into the next part of this, Paul, and then we'll talk. The U.S. government is well aware cannabis has medicinal properties. How could they not? It's been used as a medicine for at least 10,000 years. Even in America, cannabis was used as a medicine for over 100 years. 
It was in over a hundred over-the-counter medicines for wide ranges of reasons, everything from pain and nausea medication to sleeping tonics. Why did they make it illegal? It's a long story, so I won't go into it today, but if you would like to read about the greed and racism that caused the criminalization of the world's most useful plant, check out this article, and it's got a link that can actually click on. Anyway, yeah, but I did click on I did click on those links, and a lot of them are broken. A lot of those sites have been uh, have been whacked. Okay, I do have the why is marijuana illegal? Uh, is, why is marijuana illegal? I actually that popped up. I posted that, that I, but I don't want to get stuck in that mire. People can come back to that. I just want to stay on track so we can get the people up to speed. Um, right. Okay, where is my, I just lost. Well, and here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking is there are a lot of people that are sitting behind bars because they possess something that was a natural plant. Yeah. So I'm thinking that the whole focus of legalization and the whole focus of eliminating over, overreach of government has to be in, in making the determination that government does not have the authority to limit something that's natural or restrict something that's natural, and they never did have it. So that makes any legislation, any laws, any acts that they have passed that have anything to do with cannabis null and void. It's as if they never happened. So every one of those poor SOBs that are camped out behind bars get released because they were incarcerated unlawfully. Right. Just like Doc Peter was back in 2016. Right. So that's where I want to go with this. I want, I want to not only go to completely eliminating all government restrictions, taxation, and, and the like on cannabis, but I also want to see to it that everybody knows how unfair, unreasonable, and how tyrannical an overreach it was for them to limit it in the first place and undo and restore, restore the lives of the people that have been destroyed by locking them up, by incarcerating them, by securitizing their incarceration, by making money on the fact that they have violated their rights and yep. taken their freedom. Well, brother, we are, we're coming through major transitions on planet Earth. The upside is that Brad has created something outside the box that nobody else thought of which makes him a genius in my eyes. I mean, uh, who would have thought, because that's once I, once I did, I made the oil once and then I found Brad and I said, Oh my God, that, he's making the pace. That's so much easier. And I can help 32 humans for the same price as one. That's huge. So when I found out about keeping the plant matter whole and uh, hooked my giddy up to brother Brad, I said, this is going to help humanity on the next level because it's going to activate the anandamide molecule on the next level that nobody knows they have. 90% of the humans are uh, on planet Earth are uh, endocannabinoid deficient. Once you start on the pace, you're going to notice a whole different realm because it's going to rewrite new neuron pathways. And that brain of yours, that uh, the gray matter is going to start opening up. And it's also the body gets troubleshot. But let me finish through this article, Paul, and then we're to, we'll move forward. But um, anyways, uh, among the reasons you'll learn about this on the link I share, the U.S. government has even more reasons to keep it illegal today. If cannabis were to become legalized, it would eat away at the trillions of pharmaceutical profits over the years, not including other profits like the billions they get from keeping our privately owned prisons full. Gee, Paul. Yeah, it's a prison. Gee, I wish I'd said that. 
Yeah, yeah. See, so, see, we're on the right path. Anyways, uh, but what most people don't realize is the governments have been helping the major pharmaceutical companies stonewall natural cures for decades, pretty much since 1939, Paul. Anyways, cannabis is merely one of the many they have tried to bury and discredit. In fact, the U.S. government has known since 1974 that cannabis cures cancer. In 1972, Richard Nixon wanted a larger budget for his war on drugs. Hmm. That he's a guy, he's the one who uh, had us liquidate our gold position so that we could uh, uh, trade in oil since 1971. That he he was the reason, you know, uh, he did the, the oil game and changed us off gold. Anyways, but. So Nixon thought if he, he proved cannabis caused lung cancer like cigarettes, Paul, he said he would get the support needed. So he gave the Medical College of Virginia two years to do a study on the effects of cannabinoids such as THC and CBD on the body. Well, in 1974, Paul, the study was completed. It turns the, uh, the out that when integrated in highly concentrated forms such as eating cannabis, or well, the cannabinoids uh, in the oil will attack any mutated cells in your body, while strengthening and rejuvenating the heavy cells, they accidentally found the perfect cure for cancer. Well, it worked so fast and it worked well. It worked on many different forms of cancer at all stages, Paul, and it had zero harm from side effects. But unlike chemo, which deteriorates your entire body, destroys your DNA and kills one in five, it kills a lot more than one in five. It's got about a 97% failure rate. Not only that, but other research shows that it dissolves all forms of tumors and can even combat superbugs like MRSA. So when Richard Nixon saw the results of the study, he was furious. He threw the entire report in the trash and deemed the study classified. So in 1976, President Gerald Ford put an end to all public cannabis research and granted exclusive research rights to the major pharmaceutical companies who set out to un unsuccessfully to develop synthetic forms of THC that would deliver all the medical benefits without the high. Wrong answer. You can't do that to Mother Nature. So we only found out the study a few years ago thanks to dedicated medical law professionals who filed freedom of information requests. The government lied for many reasons. One of the main reasons is pharmaceutical companies, they spend billions every year lobbying to keep cannabis illegal because they make trillions off of cancer drugs and research. They're already well aware that cannabis cures cancer. They have a well-thought-out con going at the moment. Cancer patients and their loved ones will spend their entire life savings or even sell their houses and business in order to pay for chemo and other cancer treatment drugs. And a lot of time they spend all that money and their loved one dies anyways. So if the public found out that the government has been lying for over 40 years, that millions of lives could have been saved and that dying could grow the cure they so desperately need in their own backyard, we all know the public would be going nuts over it. So here's an article, what they did, if you'd like to read more, as well in the article about more suppressed research. Anyways, Paul, this is an article. I'm not going to go through any more of it. This is for people's consumption, and now they have irrevocable proof on how they've diverted this plant and the intent and why. Just, there, go, just go to the spiritscience.net and search for Cannabis Cures Cancer. Yep. And, it was, yeah. Uh, yeah. and we're going to copy and paste this link in the drop-down so people can find it there. So I mean, see, Paul, th th this is a plethora of great information. But I don't want to—I don't want to read in bedtime for Bonzo story. That's why we create the links so that people can double back and do a little homework, folks. It, it really—I I gave you the test answers to the test questions. So you use these links, share them with whoever you want. This is how we get through the garbage, folks. But the upside is we do have a solution now on planet Earth because we are making the plant matter whole, and Ben have been doing so since 2015, while 
Brad went uh, outside the box. Well, you know, and that's why I want to do a, I want to do a show with Brad. Um, and I'm going to send you uh, 10 questions I would like to ask him so that humanity will understand why Brad's doing it this way even more so. So they'll have total clarity that yes, food grade pace can fix what ails you on many levels. And I brought, you know, bro, I had my cannabis network page over at uh, Facebook. I've been since deplatformed over a year ago. So mm-hmm. I can't even access my articles. I had hundreds of articles showing how cannabis pace can help multiple sclerosis, Alzheimer's, dementia, autism, uh, Lyme disease. I mean, there's more articles than God I was collecting over the last seven years, and then I get deplatformed. Yeah, well, well, let's let's hear a little bit more about hemp paste. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Paul from EdibleHealingPaste.com, and I'm honored to be affiliated with MyNutra, makers of hemp paste. Hemp paste is a whole food product that still contains most, if not all, of the terpenes, phytonutrients, essential elements, and CBDs of the raw hemp plant. CBD oil manufacturing methods strip away living essential elements, leaving only one, a dead CBD oil. CBD oil alone simply cannot support the entourage effect that occurs when hemp paste's essential nutrients go to work to support your optimum health. Almost 200 terpenes and over 500 other phytonutrients work together with a synergistic effect that simply doesn't happen with CBD oil alone. Visit EdibleHealingPaste.com to learn more and be sure to check out the impressive array of hemp paste enriched products while you're there. That's EdibleHealingPaste.com. EdibleHealingPaste.com. And if you want more information, you want to email uh, Doc Peter, uh, you can get him at edibleheelingpaste at protonmail.com. That's edibleheelingpaste at protonmail.com. Yeah, in case they have any questions or they want to know about my nighttime medicine that uh, is not available planetary-wide at the moment, but uh, I I do, uh, for my special people that need help, uh, I do have an outside-the-box medicine that can help as well. Brad's totally inside the box, legal in all 50 states without a medical card. You know, they actually wrote the legislation here on cannabis as far as the rules because of Brad making the pace. They say, because at first they weren't going to let his product through, and then they found out it was all food grade, and they readjusted and rewrote the whole program just because of Brad making the pace. Because the CBD oil in a lot of places, Paul, you still have to go to the doctor, get a prescription. You got to get a permission slip from the government. They want you to go get a medical card. None of that's required with our medicine on planet Earth. So that save, that saves people a lot of headache, money, and you're not making you're not stuffing the unjust enrichment coffers of big pharma in order to use a plant that's going to heal you in real time. Absolutely, absolutely, and <clears throat> it's the whole whole food idea. It's the whole food deal. I mean, Brad, <clears throat> Brad, he respects the plant. He respect he respects. Every part of the plant. He's not a student of modern chemistry trying to warp and distort the plant to unnaturally raise the THC levels. We're not talking about getting baked here. We're not talking about getting high and spending high, uh, spending every day uh, high and uh, playing video games on your mom's on a couch in your mom's basement. THC yeah. doesn't become psychoactive until it's heated. Cannabis as a, as, as a salad green is completely non-psychoactive. However, it's completely healthy. Yep. 
Completely. Yeah, you get in the genetic code. You know, uh, matter of fact, when I, in 2014, when I was in Colorado, a friend of mine, Sue, had pounds of uh, leaves, and we would actually do juicing with our watermelon and our cucumbers and our tomatoes, and we'd have, stick a bunch of leaves down there and juice them along with it. It's, uh, you know, I have a Dr. Courtney, William Courtney down south that I'm going to get to do a show. I want him to do a show with us here in the future. And he actually is growing cannabis on an island and he's teaching the islanders how to juice and do uh, dense food nutrition, juicing and putting it between a cheek and gum, you know, the, 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 the powder and activate it because you have those little capillaries under the trunk because it's uh, going in uh, uh, it, uh, right up underneath the tongue. Uh, what, what do they call that when it's underneath the tongue? Uh, Paul, I'm having a brain fart. Sublingual. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got oh, you're welcome. I'm good for <laughs> something anyways. Well, you know, sometimes I have a brain fart, Paul. I got a lot of information in my head. But here yeah. we have why opioids can kill and why natural cannabinoids and cannabis do not. This is a really excellent article, Paul. I couldn't have wrote it better myself. I just This want to is talk- actually part two in an ongoing series. Wow. Yeah, by Uwe yeah, Blessing, uh, PhD. Uh, wow. I wish we had part one. I'll, I'll look for it and see if I can find it. Okay, cool. Uh, Anyways, uh, F- Paul, I've been saying for years that uh, if you're on opioids, you don't know need to be on. The upside is the pace allows people to get off the opioids in short order, and as well as all the other psychotropics. Like I say, um, folks don't realize, but the, see, the CBD oil doesn't have the other primary compounds, and so you can't remediate the side effects. So you're going to end up going through withdrawals if you're trying to get off the garbage and you're doing it through a CBD oil. But if you're doing it through a CBD pace, it's going to actually rewrite the new neuron pathways. It's going to, that, that dense green nutrition is going to pull those chemicals out, but it's going to help rewire the neuronal pathways because right now they're closed because they've been doing opioids. And opioids not only cause uh, the problems with sleep as well, because most people, you know, they got to get a dose and they got to up the dose. So you need more and more. And the problem with that, Paul, with the opioid thing uh, run by the Sackler family, uh, making trillions, making billions off of us humans. But uh, when they, uh, when they, when you do opioids, the more you do, you cause peristalsis to shut down in your stomach. What peristalsis is is when the stomach contracts, it breaks down food so that you can go to the bathroom. But when you do opioids of that this nature, it shuts down peristalsis, so your your intestines become flaccid. And now the food can't process. That's why people are constipated. They have uh, issues with uh, they can't poop. They uh, they they. Anyways, what yeah. Do do? Well, that's that's what happened to a friend of mine, Denise. She was, uh, I believe, falsely diagnosed with cancer, and uh, she did go through the she did go chemo. through the chemo treatment. But she was also on eighteen different doses of opioid pain meds per day. Okay, every four hours she was dosing on opioids, three different kinds. Okay, and basically her lower body shut down. She had constipation problems. Her liver was toxic. She was also chewing CBD gummies like they were like they were going out of style. And the CBD oil was collecting in her liver and toxifying her liver because her body didn't know how to deal with it. The terpenes that teach the body how to deal with with CBD oil weren't there. Right. So the body just stored it as, yep. uh, as a toxin that it didn't know how to get rid of. Right. But and- she was, okay, long story short, too late. Okay, well, anyway, 
She was on 18 different doses of opioid meds for uh, uh, seven weeks, eight weeks, something like that. Wow. And she was just basically falling apart at the seams. Yeah. I got her to actually get some hemp paste, and I got her on hemp paste. She did one dose in the morning when she woke up. She did one dose at night before she went to bed, separated by 12 hours, two doses a day, two doses a day of something that cost her $99 for 99 doses. Yep. Okay? For 100 doses, all right? Two doses a day within four days. Four. You see those fingers? I'm not joking. Four Four days. She was completely off of 18 different doses of opioids per day. 18 different doses per day. Four days without side effects, without withdrawal symptoms, and she was pain-free. She would wake up in between in between doses of opioids. Yep. She couldn't wait until the four-hour mark because three to three and a half hours into into it, she'd be doubled over in pain. She yeah. would spend the last 30 to 60 minutes before her next dose in agony. That, that's, that, that's called human torture. You know, see, so they're hanging about, you got to do- up your dose, and you need more as you go. It stops peristalsis so your body can't uh, poop right. And guess what? You become a toxic waste dump. Opioids are the bane of the humanity's existence. But the upside is, brother, we have, this is the opioid remediator for all of planet Earth. This pace is, uh, it's time has come. And when people find out that the oil doesn't work, but the pace does, they're going to be so happy because they're going to get their life back. And they don't go through withdrawals and they don't have psycho, you know, this is going to actually rewrite the brain so that you're, you're going to your happy place. It stops the racy thoughts, adrenal fatigue, stress. This is not about getting high, folks. This is about getting well. This is about getting healthy and, and returning to a state of wholeness, a state of completeness. Okay, what else What else do we want to... Now, uh, have we covered the uh, the opioid thing enough, or was there something else you wanted yeah, to cover? I didn't, want, I didn't want to beat it to death too much. Let me... I'm just going to talk about one part of this, uh, about, I think, binding affinity. Let me see. Let me drill down. Natural occurring cannabinoids. But this link will be posted for everybody's consumption. Um... Let me see what I was looking for. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to. Um, I'm going to save that picture. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to save that picture as a. Um, um, I'm going to save that as a um, as des- as a desktop. <laughs> That's a okay. pretty picture. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, I'll, just, I'll just cover this one thing on uh, on opioids. It says naturally occurring cannabinoids are non-lethal and never have been and produce beneficial healing effects. Where opioids do not, they just make you have to up the dose. You need more. The pain threshold just keeps going, and you got to keep bumping up. I mean, talk about a, a captive market. The, you know, bro, it's really bad down here in Florida. Like back in the nineties, uh, everybody was doing the opioid snort, snort and oxycons. I mean, they had all these pill-pushing doctors here in this state. It was pretty. Uh, it was like the Wild West. Anyways, let's come back to why the benefits of cannabis. Uh, can, you, you don't have to worry about getting respiratory arrest on cannabis because it doesn't stop the, the breathing receptors. That's what opioids do. So in direct contrast to the hazardous synthetic opioids, naturally occurring cannabinoids like, can, cannabinoids like those produced by cannabis 
THC or CBD. Uh, anyways, endocannabinoids produced by the human body, e.g. the anandamide molecule, which is called 2-AG, Paul, which is right in the middle of your head, and it's the most active compound you have, but the only way you can activate it is with food-grade paste or food-grade plant matter via juicing. Otherwise, you're not activating the brain. If you're smoking the weed and you're doing a CBD oil, you're not going to get to anandamide land to heal your brain to open up the happy bliss molecule. So, okay, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's let's clarify that. So, okay, people smoke cannabis to get high, right? Yep. But if they smoke cannabis, they don't actually get the 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 actual bliss result that they're looking for. Right. They have to eat it. Right, exactly. The only way, uh, anyways, Paul, I gotta take uh, two seconds. I gotta grab something real quick. Uh, just keep going with that note with the anandamide molecule. Okay. Uh, I, sorry. So, if okay, THC only becomes psychoactive when heated. All right. So, if you don't heat it, or if you don't heat it above two hundred degrees, it doesn't become psychoactive. It still retains its whole food goodness, like. Uh, that that's what the the whole benefit in the preparation of hemp paste is is it is cooked at a low temperature it is canned at a low temperature over the course of many hours over 12 hours and uh, that decarboxylates uh, all of the enzymes and the components and chemicals and phytonutrients and and it just it it basically brings forth the whole food goodness of the <clears throat> hemp paste yeah. Now, if people would actually do that with cannabis, they would be infinitely more healthy. They'd be infinitely uh, more at peace and at rest and with clearer thought and uh, the bliss molecule fully activated. Yeah. And uh, they're really missing the boat. They're doing the wrong. They're, they're doing the wrong deal. Is that, is that right, Peter? Right, they're doing the wrong protocol because you'll never activate the anandamide molecule with a synthetic-made product in a laboratory. You know, it's ironic because uh, they make a product called Epidolix over there at Big Pharma. Epidolix has been on the market, I think, about four or five years. It's a miserable failure as well, Paul. Epidolix will cost you $32,000 uh, for their protocol over a 12-month period of time, and it has absolutely no cannabis in it. It's made in a laboratory without cannabis. It's synthetic at the highest level. And guess what? Your body, you can't fool Mother Nature. Folks, if you do an oil, you're playing fool Mother Nature because guess what? You're missing the primary compounds and the catalyst that no longer exists after the high heat extraction process. It's usually done with benzene. And even at this point in time, Paul, it's, I'm finding lots of products out there with the CBD oil realm that's made with glycol, which is antifreeze. Oh, oh, yeah, that, well, yeah. Give me more of that, really. Um, okay, so we're we're coming up about to the uh, the end of the program. We've got about eight minutes left. Okay. Uh, what can we do? I mean, this is the this is the four twenty show. This will actually air on four twenty. Yeah. Uh, it won't be live, but but it'll be a Memorax. Yeah. And uh, what can we do to to support and move forward the 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 undemonization of cannabis. What can we do? We just I mean, keep doing they have legalized. They've they've legalized it in many states medicinally. Yeah. Um, and then they've legalized it in some states recreationally, which doesn't make sense to me because uh, the recreational use of cannabis, if they're smoking it, they're not they're not getting the benefit of the plant 
And they're also getting the toxic muck that was sprayed on the plant as a desiccant and to prove that it was taxed. Now, let's talk about that. Take us to the end of the program. How is it that even the legalized cannabis is bad for you? Because what the, you, you don't know, that, what, what I say, Paul, know your grower. See, that's where we're ground zero. Brad actually uh, created his own product. We don't buy from anybody else. We actually grow our own strain. It took us three and a half years to create our strain. So we are purists. We don't buy from, because, of, you know, Paul, like I've been covered for years, they're putting a lot of these dispensaries are putting myclobutanol on it, that marker we're talking about, which actually converts to cyanide when you put some heat on it to smoke it. It actually converts to cyanide in your bloodstream. And they were having lots of problems back in 2015, 16, 17 with people coming into the ER with the effects from smoking bad weed. The weed was just fine until Big Pharma got a hold of it and decided to spray this poison on it that was causing cannabis hyperemesive syndrome. I didn't make up the terminology that was created in Colorado. So you get dumb doctors, white coats, they say, you must have smoked some bad weed. What they don't realize is the chemical that got put on it before it got to the dispensary so they can mark it for their taxable event, and they're totally bamboozled, and they can't put two and two together, sort of like the jabby do on planet Earth, you know? So, okay, so it's just another example of where they take something whole, healthy, and super, and they mess it up. Exactly. And that's where Brad comes in. We do not put any chemicals. We grow dense nutritional uh, cannabis, uh, hemp, over in Hawaii, and and. Uh, that we keep, we're purists. Anyways, uh, Brad actually keeps everything pure. And you can actually, uh, Paul, if you uh, you like, while we're talking, uh, put up your link uh, so that people can find you pretty quick. Because um, I would like to cover a 2,000 milligram jar of paste here before we segue out of here. So if you can go to your page and open it up, I would like you to open it up to the 2,000 milligram jar of paste because that's the best bang for the buck. Because if you try and get 2,000 milligrams of oil, it's going to cost you probably about 200 to $440. So the bag for the buck is we're 99 cents a dose. Nobody has what we have, a full, complete, full, truthful spectrum plant matter where you got all these oil makers running around calling their crap full spectrum, but it couldn't be any further from the truth because it's missing all the other elements. How can you call something full spectrum if you just have the CBD but nothing else? That's not full spectrum. That's bull crap. Right. So. Uh, it, but but full spectrum is a buzzword that they use. It it's what it is is it's a load of crap, really. Yeah, and it's a buzzword. They say it's full spectrum, but there's no but what does full spectrum mean, really? It's just word magic. It's word right. spelling. It's spelling. So they uh, let me uh, let me show you uh, uh, show the folks here just for a second um, what. Uh, what we got going on with uh, the hemp paste. Yeah, I, I want to show hemp paste. Yeah, and okay. folks, we have a 2,000 milligram jar, 1,000 milligram jar, 500 milligram jar. Yeah, we want to get the 2,000 milligram jar because uh, for 100 bucks, you ain't going to find 22 milligrams of pure food grade CBD activating into your endocannabinoid receptors and healing your human and bring it online. Nobody's got 22 milligrams with a pea sized dose on planet Earth. I know oil makers. Matter of fact, there's a, what, one ladies that were actually selling the oil, and it was a hundred dollars for a hundred milligrams of CBD in a liquid oil. That's a dollar a milligram. That's insanity. We're about, oh, I'd say about 
about a half a penny a milligram on our product. I said, if you're going to want to compare, you know, dollars for dollars, cents, uh, dollars and cents, well, you're getting your stuff for about a for about a penny a milligram versus Big Pharma CBD oil, which runs anywhere from twenty five cents to a dollar a milligram. That's insanity. Yes. Okay. And the, there's the two thousand milligram jar, yep. and and that's that's the uh, the normal. Um, that's a, that's the normal size. I, I tell people to get because yeah, you got to give it thirty days just cool to try it. You do two doses. You can do two, three doses a day. You know, do at least one dose in the morning, one at night. It's going to activate your your endocannabinoid system for twenty four hours at a time. <clears throat> Folks, I've been on my own plant matter for seven years. This is not like. You know, this is not big pharma. This is healing with dense nutrition. So I use it every day. Yeah, you know, everybody wants to get the big pharma drugs and they stay on it for life, but they won't read the side effects they signed up for, especially like on Xanax and psychotropics and all this other stuff. Folks, you can get off all those chemicals when you're doing two P-sized doses of this a day. If you're sick and tired of paying and subsidizing your own demise with big pharma's chemicals, I now have a solution for you to get off any toxic poisons that got you on Folks, they've tricked you to come in out of the rain to get on those poisons. I've heard a guy in the gym about a couple months back. He goes, "Yeah, my daughter, my doctor says I have autoimmune issues, and he's going to have. He's got me on this medicine. Medicine. He says I got to be on it for life. Screw you! I ain't being on nothing for life. You know what the guy needs to do is get his head out of his backside and quit putting his power in the doctor's hands because he's taking a psychotropic or a, a, some sort of garbage. A big pharmacist." And I'm willing to bet he didn't even go look it up in the physician's desk reference to see what the side effects that he signed up for. Folks, they're yeah, the only side yeah, effects. Really. Well, we're coming up, we're coming close to the end of the show, and I wanted to make sure that I co- that I covered sure. the hemp chocolates. Very good. Yeah, we got beautiful chocolates, folks. Ten milligrams in every chunk. And there's coffee and cocoa. Yep. Beautiful. Uh, amazing stuff. SOS meal replacement. That's, uh, that's 60 milligrams of dense nutrition CBDs with 44 different fruits and veggies, and it's all organic. You go read the label. You're when you see the, the Brad does a. We put no soy, no fillers. We're not using soy fillers for the soy boys. We don't do none of that stuff. So that's another great product. If somebody's trying to get their blood pressure and their blood sugar issues squared away, yeah, get a couple jars of their, our our CBD dense nutritional uh, smoothie drink. We got chocolate and vanilla, and it tastes great, and it really works like a charm. Right. Um, then, okay. Now I got to go back to. Um, I'm gonna go back to the the raw website there. Okay. Go to ediblehealingpaste.com. Oh, for crying! Oh yeah, out. yeah. There you go. They'll show your login, Paul. <laughs> uh, now. <clears throat> Uh, that that's the one. That's the one thing I don't like about the website is once you get to the shopping cart, you can't go back to. You can't leave the shopping cart. Right. You can't leave the store and go back to the the main site. Ediblehealingpaste.com. It's ediblehealingpaste.com. Check it out. And um, also, uh, one thing that I did want to mention here is the lab reports tab. Check out the lab reports tab. This is the only company that I know of that completely provides all of the scientific analysis and all of the lab reports for Beautiful. each of Thank their for sharing that. Well, yeah. See, see, folks, we, we, every year we have to send our stuff in to get it to a certificate of authenticity. 
to, to the genetic compounds that are existing in our plants. So we don't lie about anything. We actually show you in real time. Nobody else. You can ask those uh, oil makers if they'll show you a status report like this. They won't show you nothing. They don't even probably know where they get their plant matter to make the oil. They don't even know who touches it and who poisoned it or whatever. You don't know what you're getting when you buy the oil. You know what you're getting when you buy food-grade plant matter paste from Dr. Peter and Brother Paul and Brother Brad who went out of their way to make sure to keep this plant matter whole so we could heal humanity to the next level. And that's what's coming. So for folks, if you really want to start healing, this is a miracle. I mean, it's got, you know, you got my uh, email and information if you have any questions. And I'll be glad to send anybody who wants more information. If you send me an email at edibalehealingpaste at protonmail.com, I will stack a bunch of different links uh, like my chemo and cannabis video, Paul, so I can get people up to speed because they don't teach this in medical school. They don't teach this anywhere. Right, right. They don't. So, okay. And they even also have the, uh, they also have the uh, terpene and uh, pesticide profile. Yeah. No other, no, okay. No other CBD oil company, no other CBD company, period, does this. Nope. But as far as I know, okay, I may be wrong, but as far as I know, okay, I want to thank everybody for joining us on the program today. Uh, do something, do something to celebrate 420. Uh, it's, it's, uh, Cannabis Awareness Day. Yes. <laughs> so so celebrate 420 and, uh, let's see what, let's see if we can put our heads together and let's see if we can figure out how to actually get this get this this plant back where God intended it to be. Yep. Um on your dinner table. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right, right. I mean brother, yeah, yeah, dense greens, you know, it's like a, a, yeah, you can you can make it into a powder, you can sprinkle it on your groceries. I mean, you know, you just hope we just gotta get creative. We 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 forgot how to be creative with simple and this is simplicity at its finest. So uh folks we're gl so glad we can help and share. Uh, we have more great new videos coming very soon. Um, I thank you, everybody, for showing up. And, Paul, um, let's segue out of here. And, uh, Paul, do you, have a, do you have a tune we can just step out with? Do you want to tune up the planet as we leave? No, I've just got the, uh, I just got the ending. So uh, okay. we'll catch everybody later. Thank you for joining us for the program today. Uh, celebrate 420. Celebrate 420 with your with uh, your brothers and sisters around the world, yeah. and we'll catch you next time on Solutions for the Planet and Logical Thinking. Yeah.